Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. Our next guest was an All-American and a national champion as a player for the Duke Blue Devils. Almost as cool as that, as at his wedding reception last year, a Mike Posner song comes on, right? Well, he happens to be friends with Mike Posner. So Posner runs up, grabs the microphone, and performs at Coach John Shire's wedding reception his own song. How cool is that? More recently, John Shire leaned over to Coach K during live action and said, Coach, I got to go. My wife is having a baby. Duke travels to North Carolina last night. I mean, that's a compelling matchup, but I'm not sure where to start with Coach John Shire. Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. How are you? Yeah, thanks a lot for having me. It's uh, good times you mentioned right there. Holy cow, man. We got to go to the baby first, right? <laughs> of like, course. Do you typically have your phone in your pocket during a game, or is that something where, you know, a special message from the wife about your baby arriving early was uh, required the phone being on you that day? Day. You know, it's funny, you know, the, the due date was actually, it's actually February 10th, so not for another couple of days. Oh so, you know, we weren't even thinking, you know, something could happen last Monday and we're playing the Notre Dame game. And on my way to the game uh, is when she called me and said, I'm going to the hospital. <laughs> so it was, uh, it was tough. I, w- I want to come right away. And then she was like, you know what? I want you to coach a game. It won't be for a while. And then right before <laughs> the end of the first half, I gave my phone to a manager, uh, uh, one of our managers, uh, uh, his name's Michael, right behind our bench. And Michael texted me and said, uh, your, your, your mom, because my mom was with her, said, uh, <laughs> your mom said you need to get your butt here right now. <laughs> <laughs> so the decision was over for me at that point. Well, Coach K, in the press conference after the game, actually did volunteer. Uh, Shire said, I got to go. And, and Coach K joked, I don't know if these were his words, but he said his response to you was, you're damn right you got to go. <laughs> How do you remember that exchange in live action? Yeah, well, you know, we didn't play that well to end the first half and so it, it's pretty intense back at halftime we're going back there and so the last thing I want to do is bring up anything other than us not getting back on defense and yeah. closing out on shooters and I just said uh, real quick you know coach I got to run he's and for a brief moment he's of course you know go do your thing <laughs> and uh, it, it all worked out baby was born a few hours later and uh, we won Jack White had right. a heck of a second yeah. half really uh, had a great spurt and so it was was an incredible night I'll, I'll never forget. Duke assistant coach John Shire, who was the point man on Jack White's recruitment, joining us here on the David Glenn Show. We do have to know, let's see, wife is Marcel, right? Yes. And, and you had a little girl? Yes, a little girl. So how are they Noah. both now? Yes, they're both doing great. Uh, Noah's sleeping. Uh, for the most part, she's sleeping. And, um, <laughs> but uh, both are healthy and good, and they're at home. Uh, appreciate you asking. Absolutely. John Shire is joining us. I am a dad two times over. I could get all right. syrupy and sappy on you about it being <laughs> the greatest experience of my life, John, but I really do wish you well in this new chapter of your yeah. life. All right, I have Thank to you. know. Mike, I mean, it's cool. I'm not cool enough to have a Posner song playing during my <laughs> wedding reception, much less to have him grab the microphone. How did that go? I mean, you guys got married, I think, like last spring, right? How, how did it go that Posner gets to deliver? Uh, I guess you guys crossed paths years ago, right? Yeah, well, we're the same year at Duke. And so I remember, you know, just being in school and he's performing concerts all the time and listening to his music. It's pretty incredible to be in college. And, you know, you have people across the country listening to your music. That's when senior year is when the song Cooler Than Me came out. 
and that was a big deal. Yeah. And so we've been in touch ever since. He's a good friend of mine. And um, in the band that was playing my wedding, I just said, you know, I think it would be really cool. <laughs> First of all, I love the song, but also just, you know, Mike, Mike – probably will be there at that point and uh this should can you guys play this and never never asked mike to do anything we just wanted him to yeah. enjoy and as soon as he heard the song <laughs> he just said well i should probably go up there and <laughs> went up there took over the mic and uh made it pretty unforgettable for my wife and i there is video of that out there, there just is. for folks uh, who want to know posner performing at the shire wedding reception i found it earlier today it looks really <laughs> cool a tall he's a guard on the court but he does stand out as a tall individual in, in the midst of the mob on the dance floor at his wedding reception right do you know all the fans on both sides will start killing me if i don't get to the game tomorrow night do you know <laughs> off the top of your head your record as a player head-to-head -head against the rival tar heels you know it was not good oh uh, no it was it was not above 500 and uh, that that kills me to this point. We won two games my senior year, but I'd only won one my first three years, and so I think it's three and uh, I believe it is three and five, which is I'm not happy about that. Well, as a coach, I have a feeling your record is a little bit better, given that you were a transplant to Carolina to, to the state of North Carolina. What do you, do you remember? Like you know now that Duke Carolina is considered Yankees Red Sox territory. You know one of the greatest rivalries like in the world of sports. Did you have a greatest rivalry as a young man growing up in Chicago? Because at that point, I can't imagine uh, you you totally knew about the Duke Carolina college basketball rivalry. Well, actually, I knew about it a lot. I remember, you know, my I have two older sisters, and they would have they were dancers and performers, and so they would have these variety show concerts and I remember my dad and I would would tape the games the Duke Carolina games and when, when I would get back home I, I would never miss one it just I always thought it was an amazing rivalry um, I don't think there's anything like it you know just growing up in Chicago the thing for me that makes it so different uh, Duke and Carolina is the fact how close they are together so yeah. even even the Yankees Red Sox uh, you can name any rivalry and to have two schools that are this good in the same area area um that's for me what separates it because you could be i could be going to lunch tomorrow and a carolina fan is there yeah. you know and i'm talking to them at the counter and same thing vice versa it could be a duke duke fan as well i've covered the acc for 30 years so there were times where i remember way back as a young guy some of the tar heel players and duke players flat out did not like each other and yet if i had to describe the whole 30 years that i've covered I would personally, as a media member, describe it far more about mutual respect where sometimes the players even go to the same barbershop or the same parties. And, and you know, in some cases, like the whole Gerald Henderson, Wayne Ellington thing, right. they're, they're true, true childhood friends. What's the best way to you describe, for you to describe this unusual combination of you certainly want to basically kill each other on the court, and yet from coach to coach, player to player, most of the time, it seems to be a really cool thing. It is. I mean, I, I think you hit it on the head. I think it's respect, uh, respect for their program, their players, the type of guys they have, and the way they do things. Um, and I think it's the same thing with us. Uh, you know, 
I think we've throughout the years have our own styles of play. Um, I think both of us want to get up and down, play defense, but also uh, this year is actually kind of reversed in a way, which is unique. Um, but we have respect, and you know when you look at the games, doesn't matter. This is a game where rankings don't matter, records don't matter, uh, all that stuff goes out the window because each team is capable of winning each time. What makes this year's game somewhat of a reversal in your eyes? Well, I think the fact that, you know, especially in recent history, uh, their inside game has always been so strong with multiple big guys and the fact they start a smaller lineup. And I think May obviously is a big guy, but he's a very versatile player. He's almost like a guard who can really post. You know, he he steps outside a lot. And for us, you know, our inside game is we want to play inside out. So from that aspect, it's a little a little unique. It's a little ironic, the fact it's the way it is. Um, but uh, it's been fun to watch. John Shire is joining us. You can follow Coach on Twitter, at John Shire. Number 9 Duke visits number 21 UNC tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. What happened at St. John's? Well, our effort was not what it should be, and you know, give them credit. You know, they they've been right there in a bunch of games uh, against top teams, Villanova, Xavier, um, and just come up short. So we knew it was a dangerous team, but we still did not like the way we played. Our effort was not the way it should be. Uh, we were not together the way we would like to be, and I think hopefully that's a game where we can look at it, learn from it, and not go through that again. Because I don't think it was fun for us as coaches. I know it wasn't fun for us for our guys as players um and so hopefully there's a wake-up call well served and we can figure it out and move on it felt like for you as a player by the time you were a junior and senior you had sort of ironed out all the wrinkles and you just looked like a coach on the floor out there what is your advice to somebody like Grayson Allen who is a senior but still seems to have somewhat of a roller coaster existence where he looks like one of the best players on the floor some nights and he looks like he can't find his game on other nights even as a senior well I think Grayson's in a unusual position because you know like you said by the time I became a junior and senior I felt very comfortable I was also playing with guys who knew me really well and had also we're getting very comfortable, yeah. you know? And so I think when you go into, I'm using Saturday as an example, I don't know if as a young guy, you always know the type of game you're getting into. And that's, I think, uh, maturation. I think it's just our guys understanding each other, growing together. And again, I'm not saying it's just, the freshmen have been terrific. It's just, you're still figuring yourself out in a way. And so it's unusual in that regard. And uh, I think our guys have done a really good job this week in practice, really playing together, playing our butts off. And uh, that needs to continue and translate to the game. Among the freshmen, it seemed like Marvin Bagley III had his light bulb moment like his first week on campus. Uh, Wendell Carter Jr. had it soon thereafter. Gary Trent Jr. has been an amazing player on some nights. How would you describe the, the rest of the journey for Trevon Duval? Because he, he seems to still be going through more of the usual freshman issues even in February. Well, I think that's what happens. And, you know, even if you look at any of the freshmen, any of the freshmen we've had the last couple of years, I think you're bound to go through some ups and downs. And I think that's what's happened with Trayvon. He's had really bright moments for us. Uh, I think he knows his decisions, needs to continue to improve with that. The thing, he, the thing all four of them have done, though, is when in the big moments, they're not afraid. 
which yeah. is freshman is incredible. I mean, Marvin to be leading the ACC in points and rebounds, and Wendell is just so solid and steady. Gary's actually been our leading scorer as of late. And uh, Trayvon, even if you go to Saturday down the stretch, he made some huge plays just to keep us in it yeah. and to be there. And so that's the thing you love to see from these guys. And, uh, you know, do we need to get better? Of course. We need to learn the game. And uh, defensively, we need to get better. Uh, every area we do. Every area. But I think the fact they're not afraid is, is an awesome thing. Last thing for John Shire, Duke at Carolina tomorrow night. I, everybody that you guys encounter, probably yesterday and today uh, and leading into tomorrow night, talks about the Duke-Carolina game. I mean, I imagine professors bring it up, fellow students bring it up, office personnel, et cetera. Do you have to remind the guys to, to just stay true as if it's another game in one sense, even though you know they'll be sky high because it's the Tar Heels? Yeah, I, th I think so. I think we have to remind the guys of that. It is one game. Win or, win or lose, you need to be ready to go when we play on Sunday as well for our next game. And I know it's the same for Carolina. Um, this is a game you really don't have to do a lot of motivational stuff to get yeah. the guys ready to play. or They're going to be up for the game. So I think it's just about staying focused, thinking about what we need to focus on for our game plan, and then follow, follow their instincts. So that's something we'll, uh, we'll definitely try to do. John Shire, rock star and Duke assistant coach <laughs> and new father. Congratulations to you and your family. Thanks for sharing all those stories. We appreciate the time on the David Glenn Show. Thank you guys so much for having me. You got it.